And we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Danny girl. What's good with you? Honey, it is a day. How are you? It is a week. Um, I'm good. <laughs> it's been bananas. Um, yeah, uh, not for me personally, but for our entire country. Um, with Girl. everything that's going on, Lord have mercy. <laughs> but other than that, on a personal level, I'm doing dope. I'm in a good that's mood. So great yeah. to hear. That's really mm-hmm. good to hear. Thank you. Um, pretty much the same for me. Um, you know, going through some stuff with my family. Um, you know, so I'm trying to get some stuff together for my father and my family over there and um, oh, I'm going to take yeah. a visit with them this weekend. Oh, Yeah, so that's been the gist of everything. Um, I think they're still kind of down about everything and that's understandably I so. Yeah, bet. and then um, watching this election is a mess. So I've noticed um I've noticed a lot of people in disarray about uh, President Trump um, possibly not being reelected. And so I was initially thinking like um, with the manosphere, uh, I was thinking that they would have a thought process of this actually being able to tear down the community faster um, with Biden and, you know, with certain agendas that the left push. I was thinking that this would add to a certain aspect of it, but um, yeah, clearly I was wrong. Um, And I I just find it real, real, real interesting. Um, I'm finding it even more interesting how the black women and black women, excuse me, black women and black men have voted differently. So, um, you know, I'm curious to see what those numbers look like. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I, I don't I'm I am noticing more and more like shaming tactics being employed by black women, shaming black men. You know, look at Maxine Waters. I'm seeing all kinds of memes being made about, you know, um how black women feel betrayed by black men because I think there's a reported eighteen percent that have voted um for Trump and you know how how you know shocked and dismayed black women are at the fact that black men have opted to make their own decisions and vote the way that you know they feel will be best for them um yeah it's a little disheartening to see and of course it's more division amongst black women and black men um yes. but i'm not even surprised by the way um that the votes are are, are flowing in Yeah, um, I'm curious to see what the outcome is going to be, because the outcome is looking kind of grim, in my opinion, um, on both sides. I've always kind of been a conspiracy theorist, so um, I feel like the presidency is just uh, a 
a a place card. It's a like I feel like the president doesn't really make any real, real decision. But this is my conspiracy theorist talking. So don't come. Oh, I can't believe she said, honey. I just, I just feel like um, you, you got a person that's just there to say that they're the president, mm, but like all a figurehead type. Of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm always. Uh, I think that a lot of my conspiracy theories has been proven true, um, and I've kind of been into the conspiracy theorist world, so to speak, since maybe about ninety seven, ninety eight. And, um, you know, a lot of things have come to pass. I think the country is in for something major. We thought coronavirus was bad and it was, it, it, you know, it's been, it's been interesting, but we haven't seen anything yet. And, um, yeah, so that's where I'm at well, with it. Yeah. I mean, it's 2020. Nothing is going to surprise me. <laughs> I literally was like, wow. You know, when I saw that a decision hadn't been made when I woke up at like 4 a.m. And now it's just lingering on and on. But I'm just saying like this year has been one for the books. Um, nothing. I don't know if there's anything that could happen that would like completely shock me because yeah, it's, it's 2020, you know, it's like a, you know how like in the twilight zone, you hear that do, 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 do. It's almost like a Jeopardy type of music. Like yeah. that's what I feel like I've been hearing. That's like the, the, the theme music for 2020. I've been hearing that playing in my ears <laughs> since March. This whole year has been just insane. So I'm you not, say Jeopardy music? That shit's more like uh, from like Jason. Scary, well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're right. But like that that scary kind of foreshadowing music that you hear in scary movies. I, I hear it playing in my head like all the time in 2020 because it's like you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. Very unpredictable year. Very, very, mm -hmm. very unpredictable. To say the least. To say the least. You're absolutely right. Um. <laughs> Besides that, what yeah. else is going on? Uh, not too much. Ready for the weekend. Like, geez, I am so ready for the weekend. It feels like it's been a long week, and it really hasn't been that long. Um, so, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the weekend. It is so beautiful outside, and I'm hoping that, you know, we have continued good weather throughout the weekend just so I can enjoy some downtime where I don't have a ton of stuff to do. Are you a, what's your favorite season? Um, definitely more of a fall person, especially being in Georgia, because the, like, I'm not one for the heat. Like those, you know, 90 plus degree weathers plus humidity, like uh, it drives me insane. I like a nice 70 degree day. Uh, that's like right up my alley. So this is like perfect weather for me. Okay. I am more of a, um, uh summer springtime girl like I love but now the thing that I like about fall is the seeing the changing of the leaves yes and you can put like, on your I boots like you get to start yeah. like you know putting on your little scarves and your little sweater dresses and yeah so you know mm -hmm. you be wearing sweater dresses concrete <laughs> the long ones <laughs> oh mm -hmm. um, don't ask but um yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm a fall type of gal. Okay. But 
about this topic though sis like yes what are we talking about Honey, hobo hookups. Are they begging you for money? Oh, are you oh, paying up? Are you oh. helping support a black man, honey? What you, what are you doing? What are okay. you what can you do for your black man today? Um, not a dang thing. But <laughs> what <laughs> I want to say this. Now, this topic spawned from that Twitter thread from um, several weeks ago where there were black women actually on Twitter showing like receipts from grown men. I mean like real grown men like asking for money. And these were guys that they barely knew, you know, newly dating and you asking me for cab fare and you know money to eat and <laughs> total turn off. Like complete total turn off. So you okay. Um so what if you had like a friend or a distant friend or maybe an uh -huh. associate, right? And let's mm -hmm. just say he was falling on hard times. You know, the economy has went haywire. It lots has. and lots of people are out of work. And your homeboy comes to you and says, you know, hey, let me borrow $20 until I get my check. Um, I'll pay you back double. What's up? You ain't gonna let that man hold Okay, no, now that's different. If I have any romantic interest in you and we're getting to know each other, don't ask me for no money. Like, don't apart your lips to because it's a turnoff. It's like repulsive. Like we're getting to know each other, and you talking about you need Uber fare or you need you know money. You don't have enough money to get lunch for the rest of the week, and all, like that. That is like. <laughs> I mean, there's not a whole lot that I'm just like repulsed by, but that's one of the things. But if it's okay. my homie, if it's my homie, like we've been friends for years, you my guy, you my boy. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't mind lending you $20. But if there's any romantic interest or if you hope that, you know, one day you can kind of slide in, don't 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 fix your mouth to ask me for no money. Wait don't a minute. Wait mm -hmm. a minute. Wait a minute. So let's just say he's a good man. He he's um shown a whole then this is during the dating phase, right? Let's say you meet a guy, y'all are doing a dating phase, and he says, you know, um, I need a couple dollars to pay my light bill. You know, I've taken you out on a couple of nice dates. You done had your good two two for 20. I done bought a couple <laughs> of drinks. What's up? I know you got it. Um, you know what I would do? I'm extremely resourceful. Um, they have this, is it 511 United Way number? You can call and see if the city has any resources where they can <laughs> pass that number to me after the show. I mean, go ahead, Concrete. What you say? Um, I'm going to give him 511 and, and let him know. I think it's something like that, 511 or something similar. Um, let him know to go ahead and check and see if they got any resources for him. <laughs> um, baby, I'm not the one. So you wouldn't tell the man that you were dating out? No, if we're in a relationship, you know what I mean? You got my back, I got yours. If we're dating, don't know. I can't, I, I ain't got it. Now, I'm just so, I really thought you were a pick me for concrete. That doesn't really sound like a pick me. I'm not me. giving nobody no money. I'm, that's just not my forte. Um, if you my man, you know what I mean? And you know, because there may be a time where, shoot, my car breaks down and I need you to help me out or something. You never know. Um, so what me and Curlin have decided, mm -hmm. what me and Curlin has have decided is that I will give him my whole check and he'll give me an allowance every month. But yeah, I'll I just give him my <laughs> I can't see you don't think that's the way I, no, I, I can't see you doing that. 
Oh, girl, you don't know. <laughs> uh, honey. I can't see it. See, that's the problem with you black women. Mm. Y'all don't want to give y'all man half y'all money or most of y'all money. And that's why y'all asses are single now. That's why I'm you can't get married. Capable. Mm. I'm capable of managing my own finances. I've, I've done so for 30 plus years. What uh, that mean? Yeah, I don't need nobody else to manage my funds. See, so, the problem with y'all. Let me ask you. If your friend, if you had a friend who came um, and asked you for $20, can I borrow $20 to... um? To Friday, to payday, I don't, I don't have you know bus fare to get to work or you know money for lunch for the rest of the week. Would you give it to him? Huh? You, you don't if you can hide. <laughs> huh? You can hear. Okay. Um, how tall is he? Uh, five two. Yeah, I give him twenty dollars. <laughs> Okay, so if he's six three, you won't give him twenty dollars. Hell no. <laughs> Listen, um, you know what? So because what, what I've realized, let me just mm -hmm. tell you this: what mm -hmm. I've realized is this. See, if you give a short man money, the short man is going to really repay you. Ah. Um, tall dudes think that they have. Um, tall dudes have entitlement issues right mm. so tall dudes have entitlement issues so they think you're supposed to give them the money anyway short men yeah. generally have a lot of low self-esteem and so you help the <sighs> short man out because they already think you ain't gonna help them out anyway and so you. the shorter the man the more generous he is and okay well let you me help ask you this Whoa. Go ahead. Well, let, I'm let just me saying. ask you this. Another, and I never, I didn't consider that. I, well, first, let me just make saying. this caveat. We're not talking about, I mean, like, it, it, you know, this, we are in the middle of a pandemic and a right. lot of people have lost their jobs. Like these are extenuating circumstances, but this thread is from folks just asking for money. And it seems to be that this is kind of their shtick that, you know, this is what they do, that they kind of start dating women and, you know, they're trying to go in their pockets like they, they're, they you know, hobos. This is not like a, a, a situations where it's a one-off and somebody has helped you or you've been dating them for six, seven months and they didn't, you know, taking you out, showing you a nice time, things of that nature. These are men like we've been on one date or if even any. Um, we, I want to read a few of the slides like so we can give some examples of the type of foolishness that these guys are doing. It would have been good if I had uh, uploaded them and sent them to my email. You know what? You know, my pimping. Um, I had meetings, all kinds of stuff ha happen today. So Go ahead I was and read the super chat. I might have to read some without us um, pulling them up. Okay. Um, shout out to Gabe A. He says, wait, I thought I was supposed to give my check to my wife and she gives me an allowance. Am I doing it wrong? You damn right you're doing it wrong. Gabe A, she Clearly, could be for other people while you over here giving her your whole check or whatever, whatever. And see, you that's how, that's how dudes get played because y'all over here giving y'all money to the women as opposed to the women giving y'all money. What is wrong with you, Gabe? See, that's why I give Curlin my whole check and Curlin gives me an allowance and, you know, he lets me know what I can have done or whatever, you know, and the allowance works. I get about $50 a week and we just save lots and lots of money and, you know, that's what it is. And I think it would do black women so much more better if they got on my program. Concrete, why you get quiet? 
Oh, she said one sec, y'all. Okay, but shout out to everybody in the building. Please hit the like button on your way in. Um, we decided to do a Thursday show. We saw a lot of things going on with the election and how um, up in arms you guys were about that. And so um, we said, you know what? We'll go on on Thursday, little lunchtime thing going and, you know, just see what's up. Um, Life Apple, shout out to you. She said, girl, stop. You not doing that. Sister jo Honey, I don't really have a choice. You know, I'm a single mother. I'm getting ready to be 41. So, you know, I have to do what I have to do, honey, because uh, Carlin don't play with me. And yeah, that's that's what he wants to do. So I have to give up half of my check if I want to be married. Mm hmm. Yes. So that is pretty much what's going on here. How you guys doing today? What y'all got going on? Do y'all uh require y'all's women to uh give give money? Do y'all ask for money early? Let me see. Y'all out here giving up the monies, ladies. Do y'all give y'all men's money? <laughs> Shout out I'm to G Mac. He says, I'm being a pick me. Good job. I see. Now, see, I do think we also need to make the distinction. If it's your man that you're giving money to, that's a bit different. Do you think say there's that, a difference? Say that again. I'm sorry. Do you think it's a difference if it's your man or somebody you're newly dating? Um, no, because the problem is black women don't want to submit to any men. And so if you just give like, like with me, anybody mm. can ask me for money and I'm going to just, if, especially a man, except if he's over like six feet, then I won't do it. Listen, if a man, it, it's not okay. So I can't say that it's the whole black women don't want to submit to anybody because fool, I barely know your last name. We just getting to know each other and you got the nerve, the audacity to ask me for money. Like, are you crazy? crazy. Mm -mm, the problem is, is the problem is women. All y'all want to do is buy Gucci bags and Chanel and you want to get your hair and nails done every Lice. week. Life. And you want to have, you want to drive a brand new car and you don't want to put that money up and save okay. it. That's so, the problem. I want to say this. It's interesting because there was a post yesterday where a gentleman had posted that he spent $150 on a date and didn't get anything in return. So um, I'm assuming by the anything that he was expecting to get some loving from, for, you know, spending $150 on the date, which to me, you shouldn't go into a situation where you're putting money out in anticipation that something is going to happen on the back end, because there's no telling how that could turn out. But I saw a ton of men saying that the chick was wrong and that's what these chicks do. And you got to watch out for these chicks and this, that, and the other, and just kind of empathizing with the gentleman which was completely different to me than a man asking you for money. And then some of them seem to get like pretty 
uh, aggressive when the women would say no, like the thread where the women were showing like their, um, their text messages with these gentlemen or their inbox messages with these men who like literally were coming out of their face asking them for money. It was a bit different because some of them seemed to be pretty offended at the fact that the women said no. It would be, um, okay, so what if you dealt with a guy who took you out on a couple of nice dates and then was like, hey, um, I lost my credit card. I need about $50 to the weekend till I get my uh, new card or whatever. Would you be willing to help him out then? Your bank ain't open. What if his bank ain't in the state? You don't have a credit card you could use? You can't call your mama? Your daddy go to Western Union, something. <laughs> His parents died in a house fire. <laughs> okay. You know, you don't have an Amy. <laughs> you <don't laughs> Listen, you can't call your aunt. You can't call somebody, a best friend, your employer to, to give you a, you know, pay, go to payday loan, something. Ooh, not I, payday I, don't, I don't even want to be a resort, let alone the last resort. I, you know what, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I almost find it offensive when a guy who I don't know like that um, calls me and asks me for money. Yeah, that's what I, I'm talking about. I, I literally find it offensive. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, you're coming to me. You don't even know me like that. You, but you coming to me mm-hmm. asking me like a person you barely know. I make sure I make it a point to let people know, hey, I'm a single mom. Mm -hmm. I'm a single mom. I'm a single mom. I'm a single mom. Yeah. And I don't make that much a year. Mm -hmm. Um, So I make it a point to say that. So if a guy comes to me and asks me for money, I'm almost offended by it because I honestly don't think that men, if you're not in a relationship with a woman, I don't feel like you have any business asking her for anything. So it's offensive yeah. to me. Like that's offensive. And agree. you know, because to me it takes a lot of gall and audacity. Like yes. so I, you listen. you really climbed up out your hole. Yeah. It was like, hey, such so uh, I agree uh, with that. You and got I have to give this I have to give this caveat. I've never dated a guy who asked me for money. Ever, ever, ever that asked me for money. Um you know, but based off of this thread, there were a ton of people that, and there were people in the comments saying that they've had guys who have also asked them for money. So clearly this is a thing, but I want to read some of the, um, uh, some of the, um, slides or excuse me, some of the, um, text thread, some of the thread, the examples of like some of the, um, exchanges that these women had with the guys that were asking them for money. So this says, crazy question. This is Guy. Crazy question. Can you even loan me a couple dollars because I paid all my bills and I'm broke as F and I'm still waiting for my unemployment card. And I really want to buy NBA 2K21. If you can't make this happen for me, I promise you will never forget it. And I got you. If I think he meant, meant if you can make this happen for me, I promise you will never forget it. And I got you, love. Help Bobby out, please. I'm on my knees. If not, that's cool. <laughs> and the one woman replies, wrong B-I-T-C-H. Because what? <laughs> so that's one example. Then here's another one. She says, this almost 30-year-old man asked me to pay his car insurance. And this is the exchange. Man, 
It's already been 30 days. Woman, car insurance gives you more than 30 days to not pay, question mark. Man, just calculate what I owe and send it to me and I'll pay, or excuse me, this is a woman. She said, just calculate what I owe and you send it to me and I'll pay you back and we can go our separate ways. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the guy. She says, I'll calculate it when you have it. So let me know when you have it. And then I'll do my calculations. So that is implying that she's given him money before. Uh huh. And here's another one. He says, you still coming? She says, yes, I'm getting dressed now. He said, bet, just checking. She says, can you order a pizza or something? He says, LMFAO. I'm not going to lie. I just spent my last on food this morning and won't have any money until Monday. But I have a Domino's gift card for one free large pizza with a purchase of a large pizza at a regular price. If you cash at me $14, I can give it back to you Monday and you can have the free pizza. Now, I got you. I'm about to order now. And she says, just cheese is fine. Um, and let me see. One, let me read one more. Oh, I see this one is too small. And that was the funniest one. Uh, okay, this is one more. She said, I met a guy. I met this guy while out with my girlfriends. And the very next day this happens. He she he texts. Um, and, hey, and she says, yeah, what is it? He says, do you have any money on you? Can I hold something? I will pay you back. I owe somebody money and they drawing on me trying to get the bread. She said, I don't even remember your name. He says, Jay or Jackie, remember? She said, can't help you, Jackie. And he said, you are op. <laughs> now, I have to admit that most of these guys do sound young, but in the thread, they were saying these were guys in their 30s. You know, I think one was 29. So, like, they are younger. But, like, to even, like, who raised you to fix your mouth to ask a woman for money for you to get NBA 2K or, you know, like, it's just absolutely silly to me. I, I couldn't even fathom dealing with somebody like that. Um, a shout out to D-Mac the trucker. He says, anytime a woman asks me for money in the past, I would tell them to pray to the good Lord and he'll make a way out of no way. Praise Ooh. God. Ooh. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, These aren't memes, though. This was a thread where women were submitting examples of men asking them for money. This isn't a meme. This is a thread from Twitter where women were putting screenshots in showing where guys in their 30s were asking them for money. Um, And shout out to Ty City because, matter of fact, I had two, two whole men jump in my inbox. I don't think this happened. Jumped in my whole inbox. One of them was married. Wow. And asked me to um, send a cash app uh, for $20 until they got paid. Wow. So being that I was stationed with the guy, I said, well, you know, that's not a that $20 isn't a big deal. And I thought about it like this for, and I, and I, uh, this is the thought process I had. I said, damn, I said for a man to actually come out of his space and beg me for some money, he must really, really need it. Mm. But then I was sitting there thinking, I was like, damn, I'm all the way in another state. I'm a single mother. Um, for goodness sake, my car still has cloth fucking seats. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. Go to sleep. Girl. <laughs> you know what? It happens and they don't want to, like he's saying, okay, well, this was on Twitter. 
I actually saw this on in a group with women of women, some of whom I know personally, where they also detailed their own stories of men asking them for money, like the, you know, asking for cab fare and asking for money for this, or I need to eat, or you know, different things, or you know, money for weed and things of that nature. So it happens as, as much as you guys don't want to believe it, it, it does happen. Okay, but what about if you're if you're in a dating situation, have you ever well, I'm not going to ask you, have you ever gone outside of your dating situation to ask like let's say your parents for money? Um, I remember at when one I was point, young. When I at one point, yeah, when I was young, I used to be scared to ask my man for money and so I would go to my mom. Mm-hmm. And my mom cussed me out. She was like, "Ain't you?" Like yeah, baby, that's how Southern women they feel like if you got a man, you know, you shouldn't be coming home asking for money. My mom was the same way. Yeah. yeah. So when a guy approached me and had had a whole wife at home, I was like, first of all, to me, it's un it's not manly, it's actually kind of feminine to go to a woman and ask the woman for money, especially if that woman has a man. And then I think it's actually disrespectful to a household to ask a woman for money if you know she has men like to me that's not taking it man to man um and I, I honestly just don't feel like men should ask women for money period unless they're in a relationship with her but i've seen a lot of situations where men ask women for money and i'm like and you know what? I'm, I'm always like who raised y'all too i, I think yeah the thing is, and Complex said, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel. I, I absolutely agree that there's only a certain caliber of man, men that will ask women for money. But I think that, like, these guys being, you know, when you're in your 20s and you're, uh, and I guess maybe we should be more intentional about intentional about who we're dating in our 20s. When you're in your 20s, you see somebody who you're attracted to, you're not necessarily, like, you know, through your initial meeting, where do you work and how much do you make? So you give exchange numbers with somebody and you're not expecting their first text to be, hey, can I borrow a few dollars? But then are we not taking into consideration at what state the country is in right now? Um, yeah, a lot of I, people... But I don't think this is something that just started happening since Corona. <laughs> I think these fools, this has been their hustle. But, okay, but in today's day, would you take that into consideration, like what's going on in the country, what people have going on, like job losses, um, stuff like that? Would you take that into consideration if a guy came and approached uh, you about money? I would take it into consideration and um, I would take it into consideration and I'm going to exit out of the dating room with you so that you could focus on getting a job. You know, like it is Corona, but your focus shouldn't even be on dating. If you are in a situation to where your finances are that screwed up that you have to ask for lunch money or, uh, you know, $10 and things like it was one guy who asked a woman to Western Union him $10, (laughs) like Western Union. And she said, you don't have a cash app or you don't know anybody with a cash app. No, could you just Western Union it to me? Like, really? Like, I think that your focus should be on improving your financial situation as opposed to dating. Wow. Um, Dane, if you don't get Bernard's uh, super chat information out of a uh, cash app information out of here, sir, it's going to be a fight. Uh, <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> it's going to be a whole fight out here. So you won't take that. In, you said you would take that into consideration. 
yeah, into consideration regarding is this a person I want to continue dating and before I exit stage left. Wow. Listen, they said I'm harsh. I am not. I'm extremely loving, giving, caring to my man. You ain't when that giving. Dating, <laughs> we, listen, I am. Stop it. When we're dating, you're getting to know me. You're supposed to be putting your best foot forward. You should not be asking me for money. That's disgusting. That is like the biggest turnoff to me. That's up there, real close to the top. You know what? I actually have to agree with you there. Um, it is definitely, definitely a turnoff. I'm always looking like if a guy asked me for some money, honey, I'm like, bro, what's really going on in your life? <laughs> like, no, we're not going to do hey. that at all. Like, no, exactly. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but what about <laughs> the women who ask men for money at um, an early point. <laughs> but do you think there's I'm a double playing. standard? No, I'm just playing. Okay, so I think it's tacky to ask someone for money that you don't, you barely know. I think that men should be, you know, kind of wising up too, and that they should be um, taking notice if a woman is asking them for money. Like, I, I don't even think that women should, like, I've seen women, I've seen this argument on social media. Should a man, if you choose to date a single mom, should you pay for childcare for her for the date? No, that is not his responsibility. You should, you know, you should have just as much of a vested interest in this process as he does. And if that means you have to pay for your own childcare, so be it. Like, a woman should not be expecting a man that she's getting to know to pay for her childcare. That's absolutely insane so i think men should wait a you know minute, pay attention wait, to wait that a too. wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute if he wants her time then he'll do what it's gonna be required to get her time like why Man, not do what you paying for him somebody to um, keep his dog while y'all go out like that's not his responsibility them your kids but he wants to be with her, so why shouldn't he pay? That, that doesn't mean anything. Him wanting to be with her does not mean that he desires to pay for a child care for her children. Yeah, he but he desires, if he wants to be with her bad enough, he'll pay. <laughs> no, he should not even be required to or requested to come out of his pocket to pay for child care. Yeah, so what's the earliest so a woman That's start begging for, for money? Like, when should she start asking, like, yo, you gonna pay a couple of these bills? What's up? When they're in a relationship. Oh, girl, that I don't think I think that's too late because <laughs> you <laughs> listen, you think supposed you need to ask him for asking for stuff in the dating phase. Oh, so, so you he know what see, to expect. Yeah, to see if he's stingy. Listen, he, I understand. Yeah, but okay, and you know, asking for a gift or hinting around that you want a gift or something like that, but asking somebody to pay your bills, who was paying them before I start dating you? How was you paying them, you know, prior to me? Last nigga, life? what you mean? <laughs> I'm about to go. I gotta go. You know, you, you hear, you know, once you hear this on the playback on somebody's channel now. <laughs> <laughs> Just get ready. Contradicted herself. She said, mm -mm. she said, <laughs> they're gonna be mad. They're uh -huh. I'm just saying. When is young when, when do you think a woman? So you believe that a man should pay for a, a single mother's childcare if he's looking to date her? Uh, I ain't got no problem with it. I, I'm, I'm. Just, would you ask? Would you say I need a babysitter and they charging twenty five dollars? Um, yeah. If I ain't had the money, <laughs> I'm yeah. Go, uh -uh, yo, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I'm be like, look. 
a little Walmartavius can't can't re- I, like he with me. He with me. I would think that men are crazy if they're not turned off by a woman who asks them to pay for the childcare. Like I am not. I'm trying to think of something equivalent that a man could be asking a woman for that a woman would be you know repulsed by. That's like trifling. That ain't my job. Uh, I mean, get, get, you know, get your foot get foot in the door first before you start asking for stuff. I I I just I'm just thinking about this. I'm thinking about it like this. He wants to occupy all my time. Um, he wants to be like I have to get dressed up. I have to go out and buy heels. I have to get my hair done because he want a nice looking chick on his arm. Mm-hmm. To get in that girdle is enough requirement <laughs> in itself, it's a struggle, baby. I mean, I'm just saying, like, baby, I got to put on a whole girdle out here. Um, I got to have my nails looking right. I have to have that mm-hmm. dress looking right. I, what we doing? Like, Listen, we going somewhere? Hair, we going here, you can take to the sitter. I mean, it's the sitter. Your hair, you nails, home toes, to me. girdle, and child is your responsibility, boo. You Honey, would have to do that if you was trying to catch. That's different. Whatever. <laughs> that is totally different. Whatever. Um. I mean, cause yeah, I mean he ain't got to do half the stuff I got to do uh to get ready for a date. He gotta go to the barbershop. You know, they it's like sixty dollars at the barbershop now. He gotta have on some nice kicks and cologne and stuff to get his car washed and detailed. What barbershop costs sixty dollars, baby? I'm looking. This the barbershop for a cut and you want your face lined up and stuff and put the towel around the face. That's oh, like sixty dollars yes, in hair. Atlanta. In Atlanta, you want your hair Thank trimmed you. up, you want your face trimmed, and you want the towel spa thing around your face. That's like sixty sixty five dollars. Baby, he better go to a school. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna send that man to Empire? <laughs> Maybe you need to go somewhere because <laughs> listen, <laughs> put on a scully. He gonna come. That's why he gonna come to the date with a do rag on because you don't want him to spend money on on, on the net necessities. Baby, sixty dollars. Okay, Boy, now if he told you you got to go to a school to get your hair done and get your nails done, you know how would you feel about that? That's how you can save expenses. The money you gonna spend on the hairstyle, you can pay half to the babysitter and go to Empire. Baby, I'm I saying mean, I have to get dressed up just so he can take me for the two for twenty. He could pay for the sitter because <laughs> he's saving on a cheap ass day anyway. You want too uh, much? Uh, That's I'm what's just wrong with your millennial like, women, girl. I'm Gen X. Mm. Mm. Well, listen, you close enough, but um, <laughs> clearly we have a difference of opinion. I think we need to open it up and let the people speak. Baby, cause when you going Jedi Mac for twenty five dollars? Jedi Walmart, Mac going you know, to a real barber, a, a normal Walmart. barber who cuts hair. Cause I'm sitting up here looking mm. like sixty dollars for a haircut. I'm trying to who tell you, listen, twenty five dollars, and that's the tip included. He going to them smart cuts inside of Walmart. Baby, that's they do. They do just as good. <laughs> no, they don't do just as good. And you know how men are about their barbers. Like they have, you know, love affairs with their barbers. Yeah, so if he's been going to the guy a long time, and that's another thing that you, you don't that get a discount. pay attention to, you have to see how loyal a man is to his barber. If he ain't been with his barber, if you over 30 and a man ain't been with his barber more than 10 years, get rid of him because he don't commit to nobody, honey. <laughs> um, good men his, do with their if barber. If he won't commit to his barber, if he barber hops. <laughs> don't trust him. Oh, wow. That's a new one. Okay. 
honey. No, that's real, honey. If they mm. ain't they ball before a while, I don't. Mm-mm. I heard that. Low cast some of some double standard. What's the double standard? Oh, because she's saying that don't a man can't ask her for money, but she's okay with um uh, asking a man to pay for the sitter. I mean, he could ask me for something. Let me see here. Let me think. Mm-hmm. Like if I had got offended, if Curlin had asked me for some money. If Curlin had asked me for some money like the third date or something, I probably mm-hmm. would have been like, oh, hell nah, he got to go. So does he automatically have to go or is it just kind of like you letting him know, no, I don't, I don't loan money to men? Is it an automatic cutoff if a man asks you for money? Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. something about him that's not responsible. Um, mm. I would say I would I would even go as far as to say, like, that's a turnoff. Like, that's a real life turnoff. Like, don't ask me for no Definitely money. Definitely turnoff. I think it like I don't know how you could redeem yourself after asking. I'm telling you, like, I go out with my fiance. He won't even let me pay. Like, he gets offended when I pull out my card to pay. Like, literally, look at me like I'm crazy. So, yeah, I, I can't even imagine being with a man that just feels freely to be like, yeah, can I borrow $10 for cab fare? Girl, like, just, a whole pen and then yeah. he asked for like, little money? Union of $10? No, no, baby. This ain't gonna work. Like, if he asked me for a little bit of money like that, then that also says something real, real big to me. Like, if you ask uh, for, like, $10, $20 or something like that, I'm already looking at you crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like uh, crackhead money. Like, <laughs> I'm going like, to tell you, you something. You, you, you know what? what you, you can say that again. Run it back. Because you just said that that is kind of like crackhead money. You trying to go get a bump. <laughs> you trying to get a bump with my $10. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't going like that's how I would be looking $10. at it like ten dollars. Like yes, why? You that's ask crazy. Uh, Apple Mac, you you've been with some bad chicks. They asking for thousands. That's how you supposed that's to ask. Said. He would have asked on the first date, and I would have went to the bathroom and not came back. <laughs> you have been sitting here. right there. Because mm-hmm. if a man asking you on the first date for money, you know he ain't got money to pay the bill. <laughs> you better excuse yourself after you eat and sneak on out that door. <laughs> Leave him sitting right there <laughs> and block him. You wouldn't block the man for asking you for a couple dollars. Yeah, block him before you get up from the table. Girl, you I'm hate just saying, him. What is there to talk about after that? I mean, he could just need a little something concrete. Listen, See, gotta be a hard concrete. Uh, 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 look, I. Uh, it's too many ways for men to make money for you to be fixing your mouth to ask a woman for ten dollars. I, I just yeah. Mm-mm. Even in a relationship, <laughs> in a relationship, things you know can go awry. Like in a relationship, you know, I can't see it because I'm with a man who is extremely financially astute. Like he don't spend no money on nothing. He he, he save everything. But you know, there could be you know, what if our if something happened in our home or if his car, something happened and it would, it would be a larger sum of money, but this, that's an investment because, you know, 
we are building together and, uh, you know, to spend the rest of our lives together. So that's different if I'm in a relationship and he like, oh, you know, typically we talk about finances, but I still, I'm not going to lie. If, if I'm in a relationship and a man starts asking me for money in the relationship, I'm going to question your ability to be, you know, financially, res- fiscally responsible. And I'm going to think, okay, well, maybe I need to handle the finances. That n- not necessarily I don't want to be with you, but I'm start going to start questioning. If it starts to, especially if it's starts to become habit oh you know this is late this month and before we've kind of merged homes and things of that nature i'm gonna start side-eyeing you do you ask for a man's credit report off top no um i've never done that but i was with my ex since you know i was a kid and then this is you know the only this is only my second adult relationship so i didn't but he did he was like "Mm, we need to pull your credit you know who did there right I, I can listen. Curlin seems like the type. Baby, Curlin was like, uh, ma'am, mm-hmm. let me go and get that credit report. I was yeah. kind of like taken aback by that. Like, you know, when a man asks, like, you know, to pull your credit report or, you know, he wants information so he can kind of find out who you are and or, you know, uh, like your um, health screening information and stuff like that. Like we're, that, we're not even used to that. But I didn't know how to feel about that. I was like, hmm. and the, but the way he, you know, spoke to me regarding it, it was like letting me know, like this is something you'll want to focus on fixing and making sure your credit score is here and this and that. So it was kind of to my benefit. But if you just yeah. say, you know, yeah, um, when Curlin asked asked me for mine, now we were well, well, well off into our relationship. Okay. Um, I want to say we. This was after our one year. And, you know, it was like, okay, so what do we have going on? Because we're about to focus on building a life together. Right. Um, I need to see what we need to get that paid off first. Mm-hmm. Um, what bills we need to get consolidated. Um, yeah. You know, what I'm going to help you with, what you're going to help me with, what we're going to build. And I thought that that was a, a really, really good thing because right. he was ask, actually asked asking for it to help improve my life and to exactly and that's the way it makes a difference now i can't lie i think it was rather early but maybe this is like he knew you know he wanted to build with me and you know like because it was not early as in i mean it probably was like eight months in and i'm like really my credit like it was kind of early for me you was like breath yeah like what's that about (laughs) slow down but you know i kind of had gotten to i knew that he was Um, the type of man that he was and a man of integrity and that he took those types of things serious and that he was, you know, um, looking to purchase a home and things of that nature. So I knew it was with good reason, but it was kind of early in my opinion. Yeah. I, um, no, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of taken aback too, because I generally have never, you know what? No, I think Curlin was the first one to ever ask me about that. Oh yeah. And, you know, I was like, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I so did you readily get was you readily like okay you know or was you like uh I'll check it and let you know what's on this type of thing girl yeah I tried that and then mm-hmm. he came back about two to three weeks later and was like ma'am you didn't get that credit report over the <laughs> what you got going on uh, what you hiding uh, honey <laughs> so yeah. I, I got it on over to him um, I don't have the worst credit now. It's not the best credit, but uh, 
I'll be at that 750 soon enough, goddamn. Listen, I feel you. And I wasn't even mad because he literally immediately helped me to make, you know, um, a plan as to how to improve my credit. Since we've been together, my credit probably improved, improved like 80 points. So it was a benefit. Oh. My, yeah, I, I, need, I had some work that needed to be done. So I wasn't mad at it, but I was kind of like, you don't just like, no, most people aren't like just readily giving people copies of their credit report. I did feel some kind of way and I was kind of taken aback and a little bit apprehensive. Yeah. Um. Would you feel the same way if he had asked you for a screen, a health screen? He did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Immediately. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I was kind of like, like, yeah, but at the same time, I live in Atlanta, so I understood why. That's... But, um, yeah, I was like, kind of a little bit taken aback with that, too. <laughs> but that's how you know you're dealing with somebody responsible. Yes, honey. Like, he ain't about to invest and just give it to just because you're cute. And, um, Take now, my word for it. Honey, they're like, no, nah, no. Nah. Um, yeah. world class hustlers say he wanted a whole fifty dollars. Oh, he he need to pay his Verizon. Go on, drop your cash app, bro. Uh, you know. <laughs> she go, she gonna hook you up. <laughs> yeah, child. Pharaoh, these phone companies are giving out um, Corona. They have Corona um, plans in place where if you got Corona, you don't have to pay your bill right away. So call them and tell them I sent you. Honey. <laughs> That's all I got for you. And if you ain't got the Corona, I know somebody with it. We can get it to you right now. <laughs> we can get you some results. <laughs> we can get you the Rona, honey. Mm -hmm. I can get you the Rona if I can give you some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to drop the link one more time. We just kind of wanted to come kick it with you guys real quick because it's been a minute. Um, I don't know if we've got a set time for Wednesday shows now because we switched it up a little bit. But uh, yeah, we're going to be here at least twice a week. Wait, what you just said? I was telling them I didn't know... Um, if we had a set time for Wednesdays, oh, but we're yeah, um, we will, yeah, we're going back to our original schedule. At least we'll be on Sundays and Wednesdays, and we will um, update you guys on the specific time. But um, we have to make some changes because some changes are happening in the space. So um, yes. you know, we kind of modified a few things on our end too, just to. You know, make sure. I don't know how to say it. We just decided to make some changes. I'll just leave it at that. Um, Apple Mac been down there talking big crap. Called me a spinster. What? No, you didn't. No, wow. he didn't. Apple Mac, don't get timed out. He sure did. <laughs> Tried. It. Edward Bailey. Hello. Edward. Edward. I thought you was mad at us and wasn't messing with us after. After our last show, you noticed Edward kind of seemed a little salt salt at the end. I thought he wasn't rocking with us. Oh, I'm, I'm just been pretty busy uh, trying to get my body in shape and uh, take care of some other stuff around my sister's place. You know, uh, okay, you always working on that body. Mm. And uh, also uh, just uh, answering questions asked by my nieces and nephews about things. Okay. You know, uh, what you think I was about the topic, Edward? You ask women for money? Uh, no, I don't. I just asked them to be just give me a peace of mind and just be down with Mars. That's it, you know. 
Who the hell is Mars? Oh, that's what I was about to say. No, 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 no. I mean, have their femininity balanced with my masculinity. That's what I mean by that. Oh, okay. So, what do you think about men who ask women for money? Do you think that's kind of trifling and low count too? I think it's pretty funny, <laughs> especially especially the press, especially the press that got paid for getting that money. I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> especially especially the person especially oh, the person that got Mac, paid I think you got us playing in the background. <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, um when you play the role of, of the homosexual, you gonna have to deal with the price of being the kept man. So I've been hearing a lot about women liking men that they make more money than so that they can actually have control of those men. And I thought that that was some of the most, uh, I still think it's some of the most craziest things that I've ever heard of because control is not that big of a deal. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I like being a woman with my own um, resources, but it makes me uh feel a certain type of way when a man, when I can't order off the whole menu, like when I got to stick to the right side of the menu and I can't, <laughs> order the thing, like I can't get the steak and lobster. Honey. Like that makes me feel some type of way. Like if a man asked me out or a man asking me to leave the tip, that's another way for a man to ask for money. And oh, I'm not going to leave though. Yeah. But I'm not the leave a tip type of chick. Like if you ask uh -oh, me out on a date, him. Ask me out on a date. Like if I ask you to go somewhere, if I ask you to go somewhere, I plan on paying for the whole thing. I'm not asking you to right. do anything. So That's when a man comes out and's like, "Well, you know, I just spent a hundred dollars on a date. Can you lead a tip? Why the hell you ask me out?" That's a good point that you brought up, and I absolutely love it. And I'm glad you brought it up. Like, is that another way for a man to basically ask you for some money? Because I have, I have to admit, I pay for um like valet, like a lot of the valet here is you know ten dollars you know or tips only so mm. I, I usually will typically literally grab cash because i know that's the only way i can pay something when i'm going out with my man but um is that a way like if a man asks you to pay for valet or ask you to pay the tip is that a way for a man to is he essentially asking you for money and how do you feel about that i would say that it may not necessarily be him asking me for money as much as it is a shit test and to me I think there are better ways to shit test. Good point. I, I like you, you asking me to pay for a tip isn't going to really give you a whole gauge of my character. Like if you're trying to figure out my character, then you need to learn other mm. ways to gauge my character to see if I'm generous and kind, as opposed to asking me to pay a tip. Now, I, I and I'm not necessarily going to get an attitude with you if you ask me to pay, but I'm going to look at you like you stupid. Like, why, why did you ask me out? If you wanted me to pay the tip, like what was your point in that? And then if they you can't afford it, yeah, like why ask a woman out if you're not going to pay for the whole thing? And I actually think yeah. that's, I think it's a silly ass test to be it honest. It is, and you got you have an absolutely good point. So you want me to pay fifteen dollars, but you just paid a hundred and twenty dollar bill. You know what I mean, or eighty five dollar bill, but you know you don't have fifteen more dollars. I do think right. it's a test, and I think you bring about a good point. Yeah. Um, Mac, yeah, this sort of reminded me of when a, a, a friend of mine got asked about this lady that he hadn't seen in about five years to this uh, place, Cajun's Wharf, right? And all of a sudden, 
she tried to put him on the spot to pay for the meal and everything. And I told uh, my homeboy, I said, dude, you need to block that number and get her out of your cell phone Rolodex immediately. You need to put her, put her in a quarantine, not to ever see her again. Mm, interesting. Because if she, if, she, if, she, if, she, if, she, if she does this now, she's going to do it again every time she uh, comes into town to try to uh, try to gank it. Because the thirst traps are everywhere, online and offline. Mm. Well, I want to hear what Mac has to say about the topic. I do think that that's interesting. And I mean, I I, I guess if I ask a guy, let's go someplace. Well, if I ask my man, let's go someplace, I still don't expect to pay because I know he's not going to you know, let me pay unless it's a birthday or special occasion. And he's still, you know, he's a man's man. So they don't feel comfortable with a woman paying for them. Well, but, um. Go ahead. If if uh, I would take Kerlin on a date, like uh, is a, mm-hmm. if there's a new restaurant that I want to try or whatever, right. like, I'm like, hey, you know, let's do some polls. Let me take you out. Um, but it, you have to have a man that's worth that. You know what I mean? Um, when you have a man that's worth it, then it okay. But feel- is that a double standard? Is that a double standard? Because a man doesn't. How does he? He don't have to determine that you're worth it before your women expect them to take them out. Say that one more time. Well, men don't have to determine your worth before they um, take you out. Women expect men to take them out before they've determined their quote unquote worth. So is it a double standard? No. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm. Mm. Um, You know how to separate who from who. And we're grown. So you know a high maintenance woman when you see one. You know a low maintenance woman when you see one. Um, you have, you have some women that don't, don't require a whole lot. And some, sometimes that could be, uh, it can be seen that they don't require a whole lot. Um, you have some women who are very interested to keep their hair and nails done. Um, they may drive a nice vehicle. They may live in a decent house or decent neighborhood or whatever. Um, you know what she puts into going out with you. You know, her maintenance is going to cost um nails hair all that stuff is a that's a bill that's a price to pay if you want to date a certain type of woman so i feel like if you're if you call yourself wanting to date a certain type of woman you're gonna pretty much do what you have to do to secure that woman if you want to date her and that's if you want to date her everybody has options but now um certain aspects of it like like I was told, you pay every third date or you cook every third or fourth date. Mm. But you don't just use a man. Like, if you don't like the man, then of course don't use him. But if you really like a person and that person likes you, then you do things that are reciprocal to that relationship. Well, I do think it's a double standard, but I want to hear what Mac has to say. So I'll just leave it at that. I do, but I, there are a ton of double standards. There are double standards that benefit men. I think it is a double standard, but you know, the expectation is for men who want to get to know a woman in our society, you're expected to, to, you know, date them and court them. And I'm not mad at that. And I wouldn't want to change it. So I'm just saying. Hey, Mac. Hey, Mac. I just want to say, I know I've been, I haven't been here in a while, but I love the new pictures. They're so pretty. Thank you, boo. Thank you. Um, so how do I feel about this topic? If he's not my man, he shouldn't be asking me for money for any reason whatsoever. I don't give a damn what happened to his car. I don't care what's going on with his phone. If he has problems that he can't financially fix, then maybe he should reconsider dating at the moment and focus on those things. 
But if a man asks me for money and I don't know him like that, or we're just dating, we're not in a relationship, he's cut off. He is cut off faster than a light switch. I'm running. To me, that's a flag. Um, now, while I'm in a relationship, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't mind. Like I, I've spent a lot. Like I've paid for trips for my man. I have, you know, bought him material things and. All of that is all well and good and dandy. Um, there are double standards, and I think it's just that's the way it should be. Men and women are not, we are not equal. We are equal in terms of who we are and our specific element, but we are not meant to be mirrors. So the same way there are things that women do that men don't and vice versa, there are double standards that benefit us and double standards that benefit them. And in the dating world, the double standards land in our court more than it lands in their court, but that's just the way it is. Any man that's a real man knows that, understands that he's going to put his best efforts and foot forward dating you. And he should not and would not be asking any woman for money. And those dudes who do that, they are lames, bums, bozos. And I'm going to say cut them off quick. That you've known for a while, Mac, would you um, if he needed something, would you help him out then? My homeboy, absolutely. That's like a so. My homeboy is like my homegirl. There's not, there's no intimate romantic interest there. He's not courting me. He's not trying to pursue me. It's like if one of my girlfriends came and they said, "Hey, you know, I'm going through something. I need, you know, I need such and such." I would give it to him the same way I would give it to them. And on the flip side, I wouldn't allow him to take advantage or my girlfriend to take advantage. But in the sense of dating, that realm, no man should not. He's not allowed to ask for money. Mm -mm. Hmm. The weird emoji, I'm on a different, somebody just wrote in the, I guess it's the, one of the comments, what happened to my emoji. I'm on a different computer and it's the camera's like broken. So I'll put it up the next time I come on. <laughs> okay, Mac. Uh, Pharaoh, what do you have? What do you think about it? I'm going to send y'all, I'm going to send your names to the reference for Verizon so I can get that $50. You feel me? My line for like $5 a month and my then that way I could just make it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm always here to help black men out. Man, it's, it's, it's hard out here, man. That stimulus didn't drop. I'm, I'm, I'm Hard for a pimp, but uh, but for real, um, the hobo. I've never been. I've never been on that side. Like being a kept man, like Edward already said, that's a there's a price to pay with that being what's called a concubine, and that's a pri That's a that's a price that I'm willing not to pay. That's that's that 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 I would say that situation is mentally damaging because I've seen the men that is in that that are in that position which is a subservient position to be honest and the way that they talking uh they talk about them the way that they the dynamics are and they'll try to and what I hate is that when men come online and try to project that like they doing some pimping but when they really doing some simping but right Man, exactly, man. <laughs> my thing is, is that no, you're not, you're not getting over on her, bruh. I'm like, you really are the, the bitch in the relationship. Yeah, you may be getting some pussy while you smash. You may be able to stay on the couch, 
play Madden all day, eat all the the the, the what's the, what's the, what the kids like to eat those fruit snacks and shit. I mean, yeah, but at the end of the day, like, is that worth <laughs> what you going through? Is that worth your mental health? Is it worth the disrespect? Because they like, women have showed they will have sex with you and don't respect you at the same time. They just submitting to their lust. They ain't submitting to you. Oh, right. so so I mean, I just those sugar mamas are ruthless, brother. Man, I, I, uh, man, <laughs> don't let them be twenty years. Don't let them get you by twenty years. Don't don't, don't get them forty five plus. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, man. Don't 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 forty five fifty olds. They're like uh, madams. Madams of uh, man, of the male gigolo, man, 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 like that show, uh, Satisfaction USA Network. Satisfaction, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. madam of those male gigolos was a uh, ruthless bro. Mm. Man. <laughs> was something, and, man. and I understand what you were saying, Conk, because I'm in Atlanta as mm -hmm. well, I'm on the south side, so I it's, oh, a, it's yeah. a bunch of women, it's a bunch of women, especially on the side I was from. There's a bunch of women that will be willing to take care of dudes, but man, when I tell mm. you, you step in that, you step in, you step in that foxhole if you want to. You step in if you, if you want to, man. You, you, all the feminist rhetoric is coming out. Strong, independent. I don't need a man. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, there's a lot to come with that. I, I oh. agree. I agree with that. And I do think that, you know, he brought up an interesting point. We're talking about it from a standpoint of like initial dating or getting to know someone. But I think that that sets a precedence for the relationship. If you start off giving mm -hmm. a man money like that is going, you're going to be, you're going to end up taking care of him. <laughs> and that's just what it is. So yeah. that's why, yeah, I'm not even mm -hmm. starting that mess. That's why I said, just run, just run, just run and Absolutely. don't look back. I agree. Okay. I agree wholeheartedly. So um, what about though, so, um, Pharaoh, I wanted to ask you and Edward Bailey mm -hmm. too, uh, Danny brought up the point of women who ask men for money and or like a woman who expects a man who's getting to know her to pay for like her child care or uh, additional expenses while, you know, if he wants to take her out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a funny story about that. Oh, man. Oh, boy. oh man! Would you like to go first, Edward? <laughs> oh, I got, a, I got a story about that, y'all. Cause uh, I remember this. Uh, I remember I was I was a customer at Match.com, and this Russian lady named Catalina, you know, hollered at me right and was sending me all these new pictures to my uh, inbox and in email, right? Mm -hmm. And I and I told her this: she wanted me to pay for her uh, airplane fare and all this other stuff to get to the United States. And I told her this, in order for you to be worthy of being blessed by the presence of my essence, you got to prove yourself some way. You got to pay for your own plane ticket and your own uh, rental car or bus fare to get to Little Rock, Arkansas. Then I did with you through the uh, campaign vetting process to see if I could, if, I, if you're worthy of uh, me to take care of you. Now she still didn't get the point right. And then all of a sudden, I hear a ring on the phone in the living room. And then my roommate, the poet, said, hey, bro, guess who, guess who this is on the phone? Who is it? Oh, it's Catalina. And then she's up there saying, uh, Edward, I need you to help me with this, help me with that. I said, no. Nah. 
you you remember the rules of the program that are laid down <laughs> laid, laid down on you, baby. And you can't you follow real that. Big on like going Dutch or a woman paying her own way, ain't you? Well, I mean, she has to prove herself that she's a grown up. You know what I'm saying? That she's grown, that she can take care of some things on her own, not all the things on, but some things. Mm, okay. She got to prove her worth to me, worth, worth to me as a grown up woman to be able to take care of some things on her own. Because, like I told Viola, Home Depot, if you want me to take care of everything, I'll run everything. He that has the gold makes the rules. That's the golden rule. <laughs> Mm. I, I think so, that uh, you do bring so about women need to be point. be be wary when they say some stuff like that. Yeah, I do. Think and the it's vibe that they're they attracting when they say that. Be able a person to be able to stand on their own, even a woman. I think that men should be wary of women who are automatically out the gate asking you for money and asking for this and asking for that because you're setting the precedence for the relationship too. So I do think that it's important for an adult person, especially, you know, you're an adult person with children. Um, why should you be expecting me to take on an expense that I wouldn't otherwise have? I want to get to know you, which getting to know a woman, there is some investment to be made because you are taking her out, but now you're adding on additional expenses that you're expecting me to pay. I think that's kind of unfair. I mean, I mean, you know, that, you know, that's the thing. Uh, like, uh, I was on uh, IG the other night, and uh, you know, I, I dealt with this lady named Verify, right? And uh, she started showing uh, pictures of her in a bikini, showing a big booty. And I put in the message. I said, "Hey, you laying on the third? And, and you know what I told her? You laying on the uh, thirst trap pretty thick, ain't you, baby? <laughs> and then she gonna, and then she gonna ask me, "Hey, uh, what sort of job you got?" I said, "Okay, this is a gold digger. This is a manipulator, time waster. Shout out to ARC." So I'm gonna have to really. She asked you what you do. Hey, what I learned growing up: if a woman <laughs> come out of the gate asking what you do for a living. She's asking about your finances. Yeah, straight out of the gate. This is why I was talking about my uncle. She's trying to be wary of those women that ask you coming out of the gate what your job is. That's not true. That's not always true. It's ninety percent true. I think, but I ask that because it's not so much that I want to know about because what someone does doesn't always determine how much money they make, right? But and I'm just saying. Please don't, don't attack me, what I'm about to say. All right. If I ask you what you do and I'm 24 and you say, you know, I, I drive a truck at UPS, that's cool. But if we 40, right, and I, you know, we you, you independent over there and I'm here and I live in New York, so I'm speaking about the incomes to live here. And I say, right. hey, what you do? You say, I work for the Census Bureau, I do the census. That's a problem for me. So it's not that I'm really need to count in your money, but you, to me, you're not really, you're not really financially prepared as a, as an independent person, let alone as a person that can date me and looking at long term, be able to sustain a life with me based on something like that. A person who works for the Census Bureau makes, I don't know, maybe the minimum wage here is now fifteen dollars an hour. You know how much you know how much it costs to live out here. So I think it's sometimes yeah, New that, York is a murder. Yeah, it's a murder. So I think it's sometimes that particular, at least in my case. More so than me wanting to pinpoint how much money do you make, if that makes sense. So why would it be uh, okay? Because generally, when you're first getting to know someone, and shout out to Aries Queen, you're gonna ask them, "What do you do? Um, did you go to college?" Um, I expect them to ask me that in person, not online, though. When I hide, what I mean, especially when I hide yeah. behind a uh, icon or whatever. You know, 
No, oh, I understand no. that. that, that I, I do think. Um, I think that um, I wouldn't read too much into it necessarily unless there was some other red flags too. Sometimes that is just strictly conversation and a person but really then wanting what to comes get after to know that you. That is that, a, uh, that can is you a, take my it's natural my bill? to ask that question. It's natural yeah. to ask that question in the beginning stages of getting to know someone, even if it, especially now like that everything happens on social media, the questions that you would typically ask in person and especially with coronavirus, you may be find yourself being asked those questions during your initial couple interactions with somebody online. Yeah. yeah I mean, you I, know, I, I, I get it, but some of the things some of these females be saying be suspect at times, though. I mean, the way they be, they be wording it at times. Like uh, one lady that uh, I, I saw on Instagram named Vivian Gray asked me if I could pay for a Wi-Fi bill. I said, what? Uh, you be you be telling these folks name and everything else. If they were on the panel, they would do the same to me. So well, let me ask this. And I'm just I'm asking just a question ahead. though, Edward. If, if yeah. a person is proud of what they do, do they care? Like if I'm proud of what I do, do I care that you're sizing me up by asking or that you're trying to, you know, pocket watch? I, I'm proud of what I do. I mean, you know, I mean, in that, in that instance, yes. I mean, yeah. yeah. If you're proud of it, that's fine. But if she isn't proud of it, well, if it's a top secret or classified, or <laughs> yeah. it's, if it's something like that, a Breonna Taylor thing, that's different. You did some classified work. You should have just told her what I do is classified, top secret. That, 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 that's why I said, quote unquote, mercenary. So that I can drive the point home without angering a few people in Virginia. I just put it like that. I think online, um, there's there's way more room to be a little more defensive to, you know, at what's point where he was talking about like the lady was looking for a ticket to come, you know, to the US and things like that. Um, social media is full of, you know, scams and get me's and gotchas, and that goes on both sides. So I do think that you should have more of a defense up and more of a wall up. Sometimes you don't even know if the person you're talking to is real. You know, so I, I would say in that instance, those are there are certain questions. I mean, just generally kicking it back and forth. Hey, so what do you do? You know, generally, oh, I'm a I'm an architect. Oh, okay, cool, and move on. You know, those type of conversations are cool. But I do think that I'm going to be a little wary about what I say when you start really overly probing, and we haven't naturally progressed the interest of moving forward towards like let's say seeing each other to physically hang out, go out to dinner, kick it where those questions would follow up. I, I do have to agree with that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I really don't have a problem with uh, mm -hmm. certain things that women say, but what I learned from my older friend is that when you up there voice certain words in the universe, certain phrases, you're calling for a certain uh, output, a certain vibration from the same universe. Your well, input determines your output. I mm -hmm. think that I, I'm careful in how I speak to people that I don't know. Like I might say, you know, what line of business are you in? Not necessarily asking where you work or exactly what you do, but also as a woman and especially a woman that has been in this space and maybe I've been tainted by the space. Um, I'm weary of men who just seem skeptical of every female that they meet too. Oh, she, what, 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 what you need to know that for? You know, like, right. Like, right. Like, hey, girl, we trying to get to know each other. You can ask you date questions. Like, <laughs> girl. Ooh. That's why it's best to start with the asking what their hobbies and interests are. 
that's more of a, a better way to lead into it than asking mm-hmm. about the occupation. Ask what the hobbies and interests are. Ask them yeah, about their philosophy and like- in life. But you make it sound like you can't ask her the same question. Like if she asks you, oh, okay, so what do you do? And well, we'll see. We'll see the right. thing about it. I don't start off uh, with that neither. I, I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I treat them the way I want to be treated. You know what I'm saying? So I don't start with asking her finances and all their a red flag if a woman asks you what you do right off. Well, usually it's a slippery slope too because usually you both end up revealing you um, guys employment status through the flow of the conversation like let's say for such and such for an example you guys may be talking about you know anything that's going on with the economy and you don't like like the stock market and you'd be like well such and such but man you know i gotta travel to new york and da 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 because you know you know my job that's what that's what i do and stuff and so you may it, it, it grooms itself in through convo you just don't blatantly just ask hey so what do you do what what, what, is, what is your field because i've ran into a couple women you yeah. know who just ask you know straight right. like he they yeah, what, hey, what field are you in? Or, or like, well, um, what do you do for a living? Yeah, it should and be not used to, Yeah, yeah, it and it's, it's organic. That's why I say it gets groomed in throughout the flow of the convo. That right there, it, I, 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 I'll let it slide if it's groomed in, but something that's blatant like, hey, you know, uh, it's just because it's a trust. It's a trust issue. That's all it is out here mm-hmm. when you ask that. And um, the asking for uh, money thing, Oh man, um, I've dealt with that in the past. As as a matter of fact, there was a guy he sent me a screenshot, um, and it went like this, and I got it pulled up. He said a girl cashed that. She said, "Do you have a cash app?" And he told her yes. And she said, "Do you think you can spare me thirty five dollars? I'm short on my rent, and I really, really need the help." <laughs> now I sat here and told him, "I've been there, bro." I'm like, bro. I'm like, bro, I'm like, that money ain't no rent money. That's probably some bullshit for nails. And see, exactly. I hate when women do that. Like, they need, bro, I hate when women do that. They be like, they ask like $30 or $50. I be like, you was that short off on the rent that you sent nobody? I'm like, some of your landlords will let you slide on that. But I'm like, so he was like, but this is what I told her. He was like, I don't know. I mean, do you think you can spare me some pussy? My ex friend is giving hers to another nigga tonight, and I really need it. Wow. Me as a woman, me as a woman, I personally don't think that we as women, it, it goes on the other side too. I don't think that we should ask. Um, men for money either while we're dating. Um, I have the expectation that if he's getting to know me, he's pursuing me, he's already doing the acts of courting me, he's paying for dates and things like that. That's to me the extent of where his financial financial contribution should be towards me. Um, prior to him, I was my own person. I have to pay for my own rent, my own nails, my own this, that, and the other. He is not obligated. He shouldn't have to do those things, um, especially when he's 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 paying for the entertainment and us getting to know each other and going out and things like that. So I also think it's tacky 
when a woman asks a guy that she's not in a more intimate or comfortable space with either, who's just dating, she's getting to know, especially if he's more of the traditional type where he's paying for the dates and things like that. And she starts adding things in there like, well, you know, my little baby Shaquayque is hungry. Can we get him to go order for Quayque? And you know, Girl, I don't know. Get Quayque some food. hungry and all that. She's like, okay, well, where's Quayque's daddy? And what was you going to? So why'd you come? Then it, it, I would, in my mind, I would be like, well, if you knew Quayque was hungry before you came out to eat, why didn't you feed Quayque before you came out to eat? I mean, what kind of mother are you? you right. Know? So Quayque, she had to go. Y'all tripping. Be quick. You're going to be called Pick Me George the rest of this show. <laughs> you ain't sister George. You pick me George today. <laughs> yes, honey. Pick me Shapu Keisha, honey. <laughs> I got Quay Quay. I got Quay Quay these pack of ramens he can cook. Shoot. Yeah, Quay Quay. Yeah, mommy. I got some grits that she can cook, too. Some <laughs> Yeah, I don't think, I think that, um, I think while the expectation, at least for like more traditional spaces, is that a man is supposed to be carrying the, you know, the money in terms of courting and dating. I think it's very tacky. I think it's tacky as hell for a woman to ask a man for money and that's not the space that they're in. I think that should be a flag for him. And I would say he too should run. Um, but I think it's deplorable when a man asks a woman for money like it shouldn't even be considered thought like you know it's no it's a manhood issue it's uh it's it's even worse when a man does it let's <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> just be honest it's just a lot of survival sex that's just going on out here yeah, uh, it's, I find it kind of interesting that we as women don't take into consideration that women have an easier time obtaining money um, women have um, easier times getting benefits and stuff. So I think it's kind of a, a it's a real double standard because women are quick to ask men for things. We are quick to ask or, or want a man to pay for a date. We are uh, like I love for my man to get my, my nails and feet done. I love for him to get my hair done. We're quick to ask for stuff like that. Um, we're quick to ask a man to pay a bill. So, I, you know, and even in the dating sense. I know a lot of women don't want their men to ask for money then either, but I, you know, sometimes I be thinking that it's cap. I be thinking that <laughs> a lot of women are actually out here paying like half and they doing 60 to 70% of the work just to say they got a man too. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A lot, of that, a lot of that down here. Mm -hmm. that's, a lot of that that's a lot of that going on, but that, but in those same instances, those men are not respected. I forgot which brother was talking about, but those men get talked about, trashed, and everything else. That is true. That's why I say it's that when you when you when you try to be a kept man, there's a cost that comes with that. And mentally and dynamically, that's not even healthy. That's not even healthy. You literally walk in a uh, uh, one-on-one emasculation process doing that. Mm -hmm. So you think it emasculates a man for him to give her money? No, no, no. Well, no, not that. But he, he's receiving money and he's acting like he's doing some pimping. So my thing is, is that you, you, you pretty much giving the power and the cars to her. Wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So if, mm -hmm. if a man has, has that type of um, gall to actually get money from women, 
because let's not sit up here and act like we don't have sugar mamas. You do have mm -hmm. women that will give men money. Um, I don't think that's a question of on his manhood. Uh, well, it I wouldn't say like, but see, it's that's only if a dude is known to hold his own on his end. If he's bar or he's just needing something here or there, I can understand. But let's 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 not be delusional. We got a lot of people doing survival sex, sitting over here bumming off of bumming people, man. So I have to just look at that for what it is. Especially some of these guys. If he asks you for money once, twice, and three times, that's a habit. He's gonna do it again. Yeah, that's a habit. And the thing is, is that women don't under some women don't understand that that man is really leeching off you. And that's why I say it's survival sex. That man is sexing you good and he's draining from you you don't notice but my thing is he's also in that subservient role that's why i call him a cock you sir he's a cock you buy that's all that the homosexual is. man homosexual exactly. he moved into her house and, it, and, and if he makes that one mistake he and out. then he walks around acting like he the man and her stuff Right. Yeah. That's, that's, mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And and it takes a toll on her. And that's the you know she's gonna spit that rage back at him. Uh huh. Then she start talking, telling him, "Shut up! I watch it happen." Mm -hmm. Exactly. Him not you know emasculating him, being condescending, mm -hmm. him, and he gotta eat that because he ain't got nowhere else to live. Exactly. He went from exactly. Baby titties, and that's just I, and. <laughs> And the dudes like that, I don't give no passes to. As a matter of fact, I'm straight up to tell them. I say, bro, you walked in that situation. That's your fault. That's hmm. that is strictly your fault. Even though the woman she played a role in it being dumb, but it's his fault because a nine times out of ten, niggas thinking that they getting a good deal out of doing shit like that, and they really not. Real, real interesting, y'all. Yeah, I mean, it's actually like a slave slave master deal because he had been surrendered to another person's jurisdiction by not paying anything. Mm -hmm. Surrendering to her jurisdiction because he don't pay That's anything. Right, because she paid all the bills, and then uh, mm -hmm. if, if he if he I, makes that, 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 that one mistake of leaving the toilet seat up, he out, and he might he I might be kicked out by the police. That a man is putting himself in a lesser position when he is, you know, under the, uh, he's basically financially inept and he, you know, there's a woman that's running things. So, uh, you know, the woman lead is leading the household that he's in. Um, I think that, you know, she definitely isn't going to respect you. And I don't think that, you know, people who know of your situation will respect you much either if, you know, you aren't holding it down as a man. I think that we have too many guys that are comfortable with this and think that it's okay to lay up on a woman and eat the kids food snacks and you know what I mean and, and, and live off of a woman and they're able-bodied and you know have the ability to go out and work hard just like she does um I think that it says a lot about you and your character I mean she's dumb don't get me wrong but it says a lot about you and your character if you're comfortable with being in that position okay okay mm -hmm. well um, I think that we're going to do final thoughts and wrap this thing on up. We just want to come and give y'all a little lunchtime special, a little lunchtime live. Lunchtime you know. special. Um, yes, Annie. Let's do it. Hot plate. Absolutely. Edward, um, you want to give us your final uh, uh, comments? Well, on the topic? Uh, 
Well, my, my, my final thoughts, what I learned from the uh, Tao of sexology is this, that men thrive in the realm of mind and power, while women thrive in the realm of emotion and sex. And by me keeping that in mind, always when I interact with uh, women, that's helped me stay in a balanced uh, synergy with them, even when they try to run an uh, exploitive game on me. Edward, because, I don't know because, uh, you. You know what? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I ain't get it either. <laughs> I was just going to be quiet because I thought I was on, on my own. over <laughs> here in my corner. No, child. Edward. Edward just a gym uh, that would drop in there. Uh, you, you know, know I, because sometimes philosophical commentary. Yes, but I be thinking that um, a lot of times guys have a lot of dating issues because they're so scared and scary to take a risk when everybody's out here taking risks if they really want to be with somebody. So if you're saying that um, you're scared of being used and work on things in yourself to help you recognize mm. when somebody's actually trying to use you. Because to me, if a person asks you what you do, that's going to probably be part of a general conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, if she asking you to send her $500 and you can cash a check and she going to send you right. um, a, a portion back or whatever, then you probably <laughs> move, take a little look mm-hmm. at it. That's a red flag. You know, that's a red flag. If, if, mm-hmm. she, if she's asking you for money right off, then, you know, there are better ways to tell if a woman is using you or trying to use you as opposed to you taking a woman out on a date. And then mm-hmm. if you're so worried about taking women out on dates, get to know the woman, uh, establish some consistency with her. You guys, a lot of you guys are worried about dinner whore. Shout out to Obsidian. And a lot of that can be resolved in just by simply getting to know a person. If you call like a person, they can't Starbucks. Answer the phone, they can't never talk to you. You can't ever really hold a real conversation yeah, with this You said person. that. That's a red flag. Listen, um, tell them. If, they got to learn how to vet women as opposed to being so scared that, you know, you investing in a person and there's not going to be any return on the investment or, you know, right. your feelings and what you invest into the relationship won't be reciprocated. Take your time and get to know somebody. Stop trying to focus on 20 different women at once and maybe it won't be as easy for you to be played. Um, no, but they focus on the 20 women at once because it's a sign of low self-esteem. <laughs> it's a sign of low value because everybody mm-hmm. is scared to get their feelings hurt. And pain comes with getting to, no, I'm not going to say pain comes with getting to know people, but pain is a part of life. You're going to go through something. Um, but the best way to be prepared is to actually try to get to know people. Um, you're worried about what she's going to do. Uh, if you take her out on a date and then she going to go out with somebody else, that ain't your damn business. Get somewhere and sit down. Shit. Uh-oh, mama. I know. Uh, Edward, were you finished with your comments here? Girl, I'm sorry. No, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, the thing is, I mean, I am careful about it. That's why I invite them up out to a coffee at Starbucks or Target for the vetting process. That's the that's the day that I start with. How was under wait, wait, under twenty dollars. I don't agree with, with you. I'm with you. We gotta go to Target first. We not we not little kids. We we not children. <laughs> um, there's the gift of intelligence, discernment, and being able to identify like what happened to you know talking on the phone and those things weren't super required back in the days. Like if you feel like you gotta take me to Starbucks to my time, my time is priceless. Period. I don't care how much money you spend on a date. My time is valuable. And if you feel like after getting to know me and talking to me and really seeing what I'm about, because again, you'll yeah. learn. I'm not going to ask 
you know, if you got to take me to Starbucks after that still, then we probably, we probably not going to work. We're not a good match. Well, well, see, see, honey, Starbucks, Starbucks is the beginning, not the end. For me, for me, it's the beginning. Yeah, but my whole thing is, I mean, if you're dating a woman, okay, so how long after you meet a woman do you decide to take her to Starbucks? Well, I mean, it depends on our, our, our online report first, I mean, because like I told him, I'm only going to do this online thing with you for a moment. Then we got to talk on the phone. And then after we talk on the phone, because I got, I got to, I, I'm sort of like Alaraja Curry. I got to hear the vibration within your voice to see what's happening. So my question to you is, how long does that process take at the quickest? At the quickest, about, a, you know, a day or two, you know, within about a, okay. a day or two. And I so mean, I mean, it's like, that's with the problem. Women, if you're doing this with multiple women, then yeah. But if you're worried about getting tricked out of a two for 20, then I just kind of feel like you got bigger issues and you don't need to. No, be no, I'm not worried people. about it because I set up some parameters in place. That's talking to me about my uncle. Okay. You know, I, you know, I put out certain vibrational uh, feelers. So to speak. Yeah. So if you getting if you putting out certain vibrational feelings, let's get into that for a quick second. If you putting out uh, uh, certain vibrations, then you shouldn't be attracting certain types of women in the first place because what you entertain uh, should be the thing. If you putting out certain vibrations, uh, all types of people are going to come to you regardless. But you should right. know exactly what to entertain. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's why that's why I'm more one about and straight up front about what I want. I mean, like I told, like I said on my Match.com profile, I live a casual, non-monogamous, polyamorous lifestyle. I no, decided to go ahead and put it out there, straight up. And I put the same thing in the uh, DateU.com uh, uh, app as well. That I am a very busy man. I live a casual, uh, polyamorous, non-monogamous lifestyle. And I put out that mantra, the vibration of your flow determines the quality of your glow. Speak, sp oh, speaking of uh, Match.com, it's funny. Um, I met my man that I'm with now online, but I met him on Facebook. And I... Me too, okay. girl. Quick, for a quick, for a quick, <laughs> quick for my last relationship prior to the one I'm in now, I set up a Match.com profile and I didn't like it. Um, I personally prefer the Facebook element and I, it could be just my one luck. But I felt like with Facebook, um, I got to see a person's activity standalone of them trying to impress me and just having, you know, so I got to see the things that they talked about, the things they engage. You can't really see that on profiles like Match.com and things like that. So it was easier for him. It was easier for the conversation to kind of match what had already been able to see just through seeing him on Facebook and seeing the consistency of certain things across the different groups and different platforms. Match.com, you know, it's like I love I love walks in the park and looking at rainbows. Meanwhile, they could be, you know, like an undercover, you know, BDSM basement, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, so it was that. And then we talked on the phone for four months before we even went on a date. So if by that point he thought he had to bring me to Starbucks after all of that, we wouldn't be together today. Now no, no, I mean to Starbucks is just the beginning because that's the first that's the first date. But after that it's gonna know, be more. And you heard what I said? If he would have brought me yeah. to Starbucks at the first date, we wouldn't have had a current. We wouldn't have had a now. Right. Because again, through, through, and yeah, through, through discerning and getting to know and properly vetting and talking to each other the right way. Again, I, Facebook is a little different from Match. So you might have to put up a little right. different. I got to see his personality a little bit, standalone of him trying to impress me. So it wasn't like he, I'm just making this up. 
It wasn't like he was posting stuff like, you know, yeah, I'm on the corner busting jacks and then he talks to me and he's like, well, I'm a professional. It kind of, everything he said kind of made sense with his profile. So the trust and same thing, vice versa. So then we spent four months consistently talking on the phone before we ever went on a date. So with all of that being said, if he wasn't intelligent enough to figure out that he could take me on a date and I wasn't out to get him for money, anything like that, we got to still do the whole Starbucks target test. We wouldn't be together today. I mean, I use that Starbucks when I first meet the woman the first time, you know, before I go any further. That's why yeah, you're meet. looking past what everybody's saying. But um, shout out yeah. to BAP for the super sticker. Thank you so much, boo. What everyone is saying Thank is if you, you took more time to. <laughs> you took more time to vet the women. So if you 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 as a you said you'd go to Starbucks after one day of of, of um you know interacting with well, the we'll women see, or communicating we'll see, with I, her. I, I well, mean, hold on, I, let me finish my yeah, point real yeah. quick, Edward. If you go if ahead, you took ahead, more yeah. time to vet her as opposed to vetting her just uh, you know within one day, if you took you know a few weeks to get to know her, y'all, you guys had more conversation over the phone, or you kind yes. of to, took more time to get to know her, then maybe you wouldn't have to take her to Starbucks. Maybe you would right. see that she's quality and or or maybe she's not. She ain't even worth a Starbucks. Absolutely, I'm interested to see well, you. Ask different when it comes to casual sex though um concrete we're gonna have to do us a, a show about shit testing mm. um shout out to dane christopher he said oh, there is Lord. nothing wrong with testing <laughs> see the dane problem is uh the problem <laughs> yeah. is when everybody starts to test and everybody opens and one of one person opens the door to that then that leads to game playing because uh, women are taught to test too, but men don't like the way women test. Like a woman calling you at two o'clock in the morning to change your tire just right, uh, shortly after y'all start dating just to see if you'll be the one to get up to come help her out. Or her calling right. you and telling you that she needs $500. It's an emergency um, for the day just to see who you are, just to test you out. Um, women have all kinds of tests. Um so so yeah. if you say no to those, do you pass them? Um, no, you, you, you actually don't. Um, oh, is that so? That's true. Well. Women like to test too. So it, it, it it's mm. interesting because the, what's crazy is men will say there's nothing wrong to, like wrong with testing, but like uh, I will tell y'all what to what to take out of your uh, collection. Take that tip shit, and if she'll pay, if you pay for this, then she'll pay for that. Take that shit out of y'all's uh, collection of that. That's stupid. That's so stupid to me. Sister George, say five hundred dollars. Hey, hey, for the man, for the man. Relationship is one thing. Casual sex is another. Y'all give that $500, y'all want well, yeah, you talking about casual sex, so. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he saying that, so I guess he's talking about something else. So if yeah, you're talking, if you're talking, yeah. Yeah. If you're talking casual sex, why you take a high out in the first place if you're talking casual sex? Yeah, if you're doing Tinder type thing, that's cool, yeah. I thought we was talking about the premise of dating. Yeah. And you, like can't, dating. you can't take your fuck buddy out every now and then? I can have a sex buddy, I can have casual sex, but my standards are my standards. It don't matter what title I have. As a woman, I expect to be treated a certain way. So no, wow, I don't I can have sex without being committed. I've done it, and that's not a problem for me. That's what dating is about. 
doesn't mean you have to be my man. There are men that I've enjoyed dating and I knew I didn't want them to be my man. I enjoyed them in the moment. I'm not okay with, I don't know you. You don't know me. You call me. I come over at three o'clock. We have sex and I go home. Mm-hmm. And that's not my thing. But I can definitely have sex without the whole, you know, we got to be together type of thing. But that's me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you consider that a fuck buddy just because we still enjoy. But you still you know more than Starbucks. Absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We can get Starbucks oh. in the morning after we had sex or whatever we did. But the night, you know, warm the night up. We should have went out to a nice restaurant and maybe went dancing or something. Yeah, but we can Starbucks the, the next now, day. Now, I do admit, oh. after I have a uh, great sex with some of the women on roster, I do take them out to uh, Olive Garden Red Lobster after that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that a few times. I've done that after they become after they become worthy of doing good with the presence of my essence, it's all good. Actually, prove her worth to go to Olive Garden. To go to Olive Garden, she has to prove her worth. Concrete, have you had to sell it at Olive Garden? He got information. You gotta earn them bread. Wow, man, you you got to earn that chicken and shrimp and cheese. That's sad. You know, money Man, you ain't hear about them salads. You got to earn that salad. You got to earn the lobster steak too. Them red lobster biscuits. You got to earn that. You don't want them anywhere else. Hey, like D-Ray said, you got to be a porno star for your man to get that uh platinum meal. To get a red lobster meal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like D-Ray said, you got to be a porno star for your man to get that uh get that platinum meal. Hey, you want somebody to do that? Like D-Ray Davis said, comedian. Y'all got the porn. You're crazy. You're crazy, child. Very. Somebody Wrote, yeah, we're black. crazy, I'm but we're also honest. Right Save we're yourself, honest. black woman. <laughs> oh, that's her name. Save yourself, black woman is um one of our mods. Yes. <laughs> in the chat. But I want well, she to get, going um, in. Pharaoh in for his commentary, and then I wanted to hear from. Or did you want to do um, Pablo first? Go Pablo, because we haven't heard from. Go to Pablo. Okay, Pablo. Pablo. I'll go last. Hey. Pablo. What's up? What's up? How's everybody doing? Pretty good. What's going on? So I have a hobosexual story. Uh, I was <laughs> accused of being a hobosexual. And, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, unjustly. Unjustly. <laughs> we'll see about that. Go ahead. So here's the deal. So I was dating a woman who was a dentist. So obviously she made multiple times more than I did. Um, at the time I was in graduate school and I had a job. I worked for Delta Airlines. And uh, I owned my own house at the time. And she had her own place. Uh, she had just bought this nice, big, you know, two-story house, five bedrooms, all that kind of thing. Right? But she was a single woman, so she was lonely. And she asked me to come and stay with her in her house. Right? Mm-hmm. I said, okay. I'll come over and I'll I'll stay with you. So for a few weeks, well, probably more than a month, I would get up in the morning, go to work, uh, 
Then I would go to class and then I would come to go to her house and I would spend the night. I would stay and then I would wake up and do it all over again. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and and like on the weekend, I would go home, you know, get a fresh thing of clothes, relax, do my schoolwork. And then like back on Sunday or Monday, I would go back over there and do the same thing. Well, I met this girl in church. She goes to church and tells her friend, this other uh, sister who's a lawyer, she tells the, the, the girl that I'm staying at her house because I ain't got nowhere to go. Mm. That I'm ba She basically took me in and, and, and I'm staying with her. The, ho the whole, oh, that nigga, ain't, he ain't about nothing. I'm taking care of him. You know, she was on that. Mm -hmm. Which none of it was true. I own my own home. I can live in it. It's fully furnished. I'm here as at your request because you said you were scared to live in this big old house by yourself. So she went to her friends and told them a different story. She wanted it to seem like she was the boss of me. She so, was. And the reason I found out about it is because the girl stopped me in church one day when, when she wasn't around and said, so Pablo, I hear you stand with, with Paula. Yeah, because her friend was really sitting there trying to cock block. But go ahead. So yeah, I heard you stand, you stand with Paula. We, uh, you ain't got nowhere to go. Oh, that's what she said. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> yeah, Damn, her man. friend was sitting there trying to cock block. See, this is what hoes do. Um, the fact that she, the fact that she was told something in confidence by her homegirl, and her homegirl came back to you and brought you that information back. Her homegirl was actually trying to get uh and get with you and see what you had going on. Because uh, if I actually had your ass over there for that long, um, then she wanted you there to a certain degree. Now she probably wanted you to pay a couple bills while you were staying there, and you probably didn't do that. But her homegirl was totally messy for that. Why totally would I do that for a chick that make 250k a year? I know. Uh <laughs> No, you don't pay no bills for a woman who paid who made two fifty a year. Look, let me tell you something. First of all, we weren't that deep into the relationship yet. Like I said, I had been there maybe a month, right? Mm -hmm. So after six months, I was sending my wife. I was sending her money, but that's not what? the appropriate time. At thirty days, nah. Oh, okay. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. I mean, but to me, the, the whole thing was the, the lies, the, the telling the friend, oh, he's staying with me. He ain't got nowhere to go kind of thing. That was that was that was full gazy. Yeah, go ahead. Why you didn't end when she said she was lonely and didn't want to stay? Why didn't you offer since y'all both had your own place? Just curious. Why didn't you say, well, maybe you should come stay with me? Why didn't you offer her to come stay with you instead of you going okay, to here's, here's the why. Why? Because I was working at the airport and she was closer to my job than I was. Ah, oh, okay. Right? I lived in the north suburb, she down south. So it was easier for me to say, well, rather than you come to here, I'll come and stay there a few nights or whatever till you get used to, you know, being in this place by yourself. And then on the weekend, I'll go home and do whatever and then re-up. Right? But, mm -hmm. yeah, so... That makes yeah. So what I'm saying is, there are certain women who fit that 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 kind of criteria where 
they want to either be in charge or be in control and they want to be able to tell the the negro ain't ain't shit story it's called uh feminism right (laughs) yeah feminism and misplaced misandry okay Mm -hmm. i be having um problems with um feminism is a powerful drug well, feminism is a powerful drug, but for uh, most women I know, the majority of women I know will say if a man asks them for money, it dries their vagina up. And I'm just wondering what kind of women y'all run across because most women I know who feel like they have to give a man money. I know that they're the probably some of the most dissatisfied women because women want to be able to say, girl, look what my man did. Girl, my man did da 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 da. Girl, my man is so much better than your man because your man ain't doing shit. Look what my man did. Look what my man did. Or sometimes the women just gotta pay the fee, I guess, because of their beauty looks. Who knows? <laughs> sometimes it's called a choosing fee. Yep. A choosing child. Well, let's get Pharaoh's comments. Um, you must excuse me. One of my one of my cousins in my family was a pimp, so you must excuse me about that. Are you a pimp? No, I'm not. A lot of um, pimp rhetoric. Though I wanted to know, is he a pimp? No, I'm not. What about on the first? Uh. You know, like, like like I said, I mean, like uh, when this woman asked me about the plane ticket, I said, well, you uh, take care of the plane ticket yourself. I'll take care of the rest when you get here. Mm-hmm. Okay, that wasn't a direct answer. Because, but Pharaoh, because, what you because got I told her, you the one that wanted to come to see me. I didn't want to come on plan to see you. So that's on you. Child, I can't. Go ahead, Pharaoh. It's sort of like uh, uh-huh. testing her resolve, so to speak. Her resolve, her uh, her you focus to uh, what's going on in hand. You don't gonna lie, Ed. you sound it sounds a little confusing in your world. You sound a little bit contradic uh, a little contradictory or something. But I hear mm-hmm. it's casual. It's casual. Well, uh, I'm, so reading, I'm reading between the lines. Sometimes you can find the truth through a paradox. Child. Okay. Sometimes uh-huh. truth is found in the paradox. Wow. Well, okay. Pearl, what do you have? <laughs> well, my final thoughts is is that um, it's just for fellas. If you decide to play that game, the homosexual game, coffee serve game, don't don't make it a lifestyle, man. I guess you can do it if you try to get some experience, especially with older women. But don't make it a habit to where you just thinking that you in your mind that you think that you getting over especially man if you not getting nothing really out of that like i would as a man you know that has everything together i don't put yourself in that position it's bad enough we got feminists and all this other stuff disrespecting black men and when you just add that on man you really you really step into that foxhole and it is it is going to be on you it's going to be because of you, because you're thinking that you got over, you're thinking that you finessed the game, and uh, i just seen too many spells, especially down here in Atlanta. Please do not call me at 4 a.m. in the morning 
because I live on the south side to come pick your bags and take you to a hotel room. Please don't do it. Cause, um, you gonna have to give me gas money. So you gonna have to <laughs> give me some of that pimping money. Two eighty five ain't no joke. Now that's that's true. That's real. Amen to that, bro. That's true. And that's my that's me. my dialogue. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, man. Pharaoh, take it easy. All right. Okay. And last but not least, Mac, what are your final comments, dear? Oh, um, <laughs> um, I don't really have much to say. I think, um, I think the hobo thing is whack. I think I said that in the beginning. Um, I'm always going to be a fan of things being more traditional. So I feel like a lot of times when things navigate from that, it throws the universe of man and woman out of balance, you know, and this is another element of that. Um, it's nothing wrong with doing for each other as a partnership and you guys are together. But if, you know, you guys are just dating, getting to know each other, I don't think any any party should really be asking the other party for money. It's kind of inappropriate, but it definitely is crazy for men to do that. And I think that women should stay clear of those men, especially those men who are specifically looking for that. And the women who, um, who buy into that and they are proud of that, more power to their crazy asses. <laughs> Oh, oh, Mac. <laughs> Thank Ooh, you, Mac. Mac. We appreciate you, Boo, as always. Always um, glad when you have a chance to come up. Um, yeah, I think this was a fun and light conversation. I um, echo Mac's sentiments as it relates to um, these hobos. Uh, watch out, ladies, because they are out there. Um, I think in the beginning stage when you're getting to know someone for them to even fix their mouths to ask you for money is an extreme red flag. I do think that there are some extenuating circumstances, which I wouldn't judge a man for. I mean, literally, I've gone out like, you know, to Home Depot with my man and he'll say, um, you know, he forgot like he had just gotten out the shower. Maybe he forgot his wallet, you know, or something like that. So there are some extenuating circumstances. But with today's technology, if you're out on a date with someone and they forgot their wallet, they can cash up you the money and you can, you know, um, pay for the date or they may take Apple Pay or whatever. Um, so there are a ton of workarounds. It's kind of difficult to be scammed in that way unless you are just kind of um, extremely gullible. But um, so that's not to say that, you know, there isn't going to be some circumstance where someone um, asks you for something and it's not legitimate. But if someone is, you know, asking you for money for weed and asking you for money in the beginning stages is something to be weary of. Um, other than that, I oh, I, and I do want to say that I do think it's as trifling for a woman to be asking a man for money for a woman. I, for some reason, you know, there's a huge double standard around that. And a lot of women think that it's okay for women to ask uh, for a woman. I think it's trifling for a woman to ask for money for a babysitter. I think it's trifling for a woman to, you know, in the beginning said, you gonna get my hair done. Like, I just think that that's just super tacky. And, um, I think you could be shooting yourself in the foot by doing that. You know, get your foot in the door. This may be a good man who's willing to invest in you and take you places that you've never gone, but you're so busy asking for twos and fews that you miss out on that. It's stupid. You know, it's real foolish. But um, that's all I have to say about the topic. Thanks for ev to everybody who came up and joined in on the conversation with us. We appreciate y'all. Um, and thanks to everybody in the chat and those who super chatted.
Yes, thank you to everybody. Um, well, I kind of have a little bit of different commentary from, from, from that. Now, I do think a person asking you for money in the beginning stages is definitely a red flag, especially as it pertains to dating. Um, however, there are definitely some exceptions to the rules. Um, I do think like if a man, if you're if you're cool with a guy and he's one of your homeboys or something and he might be running on hard times. Yeah, I don't think it's a real big deal to give him um, 20, 30 dollars if he needed it until he got paid or something like that. I don't think that's that big of a deal. Now, I wouldn't say make that a habit um, because that's definitely also a red flag. Um, as it pertains to women, there are double standards as it pertains to women. Um, I think that women should be asking their men for money before they ask anybody else, especially if they're having sex with the man, if they're doing certain things with men. Um, yeah, I think a woman should be asking for what she wants from that man. Um, and if a man is down with you, he's not really going to have a problem unless you're being ridiculous. Um, but that man will invest in you if he messes with you hard enough. And sometimes you won't even have to ask if he really, really messes with you. So that's my piece on that. Um, don't deal with hobos. If a man is begging you and asking you for things and you have a bad feeling, get out of that situation. Um, a lot of times, a lot of us like to be the victim and the volunteer. We like to say we didn't did this, that, and the third for a man. And then if we doing this, that, and the third for a man who ain't got no ambition, who ain't got no hustle about himself, you don't get to come back and cry and say, well, I did this, that, and the third for him, and he didn't do anything for me. You were being a willful, willful idiot, and you wanted to be used. So don't put yourselves in those positions either. Anywho, I hope everybody has a great day. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And that's all I have. Be careful. Wear your mask. I think. Peace out, Black people. Man. Y'all have Peace a good out. one. Concrete, stay right here. Don't lose. She's already left. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye-bye.